motherfuckers into mixed martial arts. You can't be done talking to me right here facing me, <laughs> dummy. You couldn't draw money with a green crayon and a white piece of paper. Conceive, believe, achieve. Shut the f up. <laughs> Anderson Silva, you absolutely suck. This is number one bullshit. Now you can only count the five. <laughs> hey, pussy, are you still there? I beat you after a weekend of cocaine. That's fucking illegal. <laughs> are you intoxicated? I'm not impressed by your performance. I'm not here to take part, we're here to take over. So Julian, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I spent this morning going back and looking at some of your old fights. And yeah, bro, you're I'm I, I, I'm definitely the nerd of the two of us. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but you're a dynamic striker. You're a dynamic fun fighter to watch, man. Uh, your your ability to just kind of be so fucking resilient and just not kind of give a fuck. I, I don't know. I love that, dude. You're so much fun to watch. Uh, it's been two years since you've been back in. Uh, I was uh, listening slash reading this interview. You kind of talking about your injury. Um, you tore your lat, right? Is that correct? Yeah, I tore my lat of his doors Oh, Jesus. And, uh, so I remember reading that you said it, you tore it completely off the bone? Is that right? Correct. That is insane, dude. I've, uh, I've only dealt with minor shoulder surgeries. I mean, as minor as shoulder surgery can be, and I couldn't imagine having my entire muscle ripped off my bone. That seems pretty rough. Um, what was that kind of experience coming back from it? Like, like, uh... What was that physical therapy? I mean, I've been through physical pit therapy. It's not fun. It was absolute fucking hell. Um, I don't know if I curse, but it was it wasn't fun. Man. Absolutely. I could, I could go deep into this. Are we on? Are we live? Oh, so we're recording this, and then we're gonna kind of edit it and cut it up, kind of to make it sound all nice and pretty. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, perfect. I just did. I didn't know if we were. Um, <laughs> it would probably be like the most difficult thing in the world. Um, it just. I had a lot of ups and downs. It was a roller coaster ride, and there was days that you know my arm would sit there and, and get uh, a huge range, like an increase of range, and then the next day we would lose 20% of that range. And then in order to get that range back, you had to physically uh, kind of push your arm to that limit to get it there. So, so like say we were at a uh, like 100 and. 20 degrees when your arm going straight up over your head at 120 degrees and we get to 170 we'd have to sit there and just crack <laughs> it on your your shoulder and it was just there was days man that i i just there's people that couldn't be in the room watching there's days that people left the room oh. didn't want to be in the room when they heard my arm go and uh it was just and it was just, it was the dark times. Um, you know, there was good times, but there was definitely dark times going through physical therapy. And I'm, I'm absolutely happy. I am completed physical therapy and I don't have to sit there and do anything but just maintenance work right now. Right, that's an incredible thing. Congratulations. That's uh, that's no easy thing to come back from an injury like that. That's insane. Um, so the fight you injured it in, your last one, right? I, I was rewatching that fight this morning. Um, you, you you were talking about how you felt it go in the first round? Yeah. That's incredible, because, I mean, right, we don't have to relitigate this, but it was, it was a split decision. I could have easily seen that fight going your way. One non-torn fucking lat off your bone. Uh, dude, 
you're an incredible fighter. I'm just so stoked. This is exciting. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up, um, right? I know. I think are you in Vegas right now? Do you you live in Vegas, correct? Yeah, I live in Vegas, but right now I dipped out to Kansas City to get some training in. Oh, okay, cool. Oh yeah. Um, so are you still working in Vegas? I saw some older interviews talking about kind of you still worked in Vegas as a, a host, I believe. Oh yeah, I work at Top Golf. I still uh, I technically furloughed with Top Golf, but I work for Top Golf. If you ever come in there and you see me, and I'll host the uh, I end up hosting you know your table with your friends while you play golf and order your food and get you get you happy. That's incredible. Uh, you seem to be a good person for that. You seem very positive and outgoing and kind of, I don't know, you, you, you're very easy to talk to. <laughs> I'll oh, tell yeah, you that. For sure. Oh, yeah, man. Serving serving definitely helps you out with a lot of just like understanding culture, understanding demographics, understanding who you are, and understanding how to walk up to like complete strangers and start right a conversation. Yeah, and, right uh, you know, it helps me out a lot because. You know, I go through trial and error with serving. Like, I try new tactics and I try new words. I try new phrases, punchlines, jokes, um, approaches, and sometimes they work flawlessly. And sometimes I have some terrible stories. <laughs> but hey, I'm having fun with it. That's awesome. I definitely have gotten in trouble too many times, honestly. That seems like that's a skill that can transfer very easily into right networking with the UFC matchmakers and kind of all the agents and whatnot that kind of goes into the business aspect uh, of it. Yeah, on, maybe. Hey guys, how do I make this a four-person view, like all four of us? Sure. Um, I think there's a call layout button on the top right you can click, and then maybe either three by three grid or speaker view. I'm not sure. Right now it's on a three by it's a, it's on a three grid. And then it just takes your photo or yours on like the top corner because they, they don't care for you to see yourself. <laughs> All right, damn, fuck. That was my main thing. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, good luck. All right, we're good. Um, cool. And let's start. All right, welcome. Extra MMA episode number one. No, 36, bro. Come number on, 36. Extra. Put right. us back to what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, extra, extra MMA episode number 36. Welcome. Hello, it is myself, Andrew. We are joined by Cena, of course, and two very special guests, Colton Aikens and UFC fighter, the Cuban Missile Crisis, Julian Marquez. Thank you both for joining us. Welcome. This is exciting. Hey, my guys. Thanks for having us. <laughs> All right. Cena, you want to get into this first fight, Casey Kenny, Luis Smoka, or do you want to move on to one of the other ones? Uh, well, let's talk about Casey Kenny versus Luis Smoka. Uh, Julian, Colton, you know, you guys laid action on this fight, or Colton, you did at least. Why do you like Casey Kenny? I do. Over I, Luis Smoka. Yeah, Casey Kenny is a judo black belt, Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt as well. Uh, he's got wins over Ray Borg in the octagon. He also has wins over... Um, uh, was it Manny Bermudez? I think it was yeah. Manny Bermudez, um, who's now, I mean, he can't even make 155. That's a big boy, which is why I think he could deal with uh, the size of Lee Smoke, all right. So that's why that's why I'm on Casey Kenny. I like Julian. it. I like it. So, this is the thing when it comes down to this fight, it's very tough to, to pick 
either or. I think the line has uh, the, the, the matchmakers or the, the, the sports book had put a line out on just some crazy thoughts. Um, you know, I, I believe that Luis Smoka has reinvented himself. You know, he was in the UFC. He got yep. taken out of the UFC. Came yeah. back, reinvented his whole entire style, changed everything about himself. And since then, got back in the UFC and has been on a tear and looking very impressive. He is going against uh, Casey Kenny, who is absolutely, he's just an animal. And he's crazy. Before, man. He's good, dude. He, he is. He's good at striking. He's good at grappling. He's good at jiu-jitsu. And his IQ of when to attack and when to pounce um, is just, he knows right at those right moments. But this is the thing, man, is, you know, I think I think Casey Kenny might have the edge, but anything can happen in this fight with Luis Smoker because his background is jiu-jitsu, um, where he's training under, the people that he's training under with striking, and him reinventing himself, he's learning a new style and he's developing this new style that, you know, he hasn't even hit the plateau. He hasn't hit the top part of his, uh, his new style and his new discovery. So I think he's going to present a lot, stylistically, a lot more to, to offer against Casey Kenny than most people think. Do you think that, do you guys think that Casey Kenny, okay, do you think Casey Kenny, so you got Louis Smoker, right, Julian? Do you think? Uh, Casey- no, 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 no. I don't. I'm not picking. I won't pick oh. this. Oh. I won't pick this fight because it's. I think it's going to be a lot closer than uh, what it is. There's two fights on the card that I can't pick. Okay, I, I I agree with Colton to an extent because. So I agree. This is a. This is not a fight I'd feel comfortable betting. But Colton was right. I just feel like Casey Kenny. He will lose if he gets obviously if he gets finished. But that's Luis's only way to win this fight. I don't think if this goes to a decision, Luis is going to take out the W. I think Casey Kenny, just like you said, a pretty insane grappler, a grinder. I think the only way he loses is if he gets finished. Now, I also do agree with what you said, Julian. Uh, Luis Smoka looked kind of good in his last fight. Um, and Just like you said, I think I saw a UFC promo on it before. Like He did, like he was talking about. I don't know. He said he had this new style in this promo or something. I don't know if it was quite in with what you said but yeah um he kind of reinvented himself so i i do think it's gonna be closer than people think if i had to pick i would pick casey kenny though only because of the decision aspect yeah i see the thing is if it goes to decisions i don't pick anymore i'm done with decisions okay bro there's you know, one off the decision it. yeah true so this is why that, that I don't think either one's gonna finish it. I think we're gonna have a high, we're gonna have a high IQ, high level fight. We're gonna have it's gonna be a burner. This fight's gonna go, you know, the technique's gonna go out the window with these boys. I, I promise you, man. They're gonna go, they're gonna go at it at each other and try new stuff, try crazy shit. And I think these guys, it's gonna be a great fight. And uh, again, I don't think it's. Casey Kenny is a minus 170. If you put him at a minus 130, I'd go, okay, I understand. But I know Julian, minus 270. Yeah, minus 270 is ridiculous. I, I, yeah, I meant to say 270. But yeah, it's ridiculous. That that means that means they're saying that the odds makers right now are stating that um, out of 10 times, Casey Kenny will win 7 out of 10 times. And I, I think it's closer than that. I think it's 50 50. It's a toss up. Colton, why are you taking a 270 bet on that, Colton? 
Um, honestly, dude, Luis Smolka, I'm proud of the dude for reinventing himself. Uh, he used, used to be a bit of a, a bit of a drinker. I don't think he's worked as hard as Casey Kenny throughout their careers. And I just really think the hustle of Casey Kenny is going to be too much. Yeah, I can, I can back that too, man. Okay. I can back that, but it's a tough fight, man. It's <laughs> a great, this, you know, this this whole entire card is amazing and it's impressive. We also have to take in the factor with a lot of things that, uh, we have to take in the factor with a lot of things that, um, you know, this quarantine, who has been training, who's been able to get that work in, who's Honestly. been able to, uh, you know, keep consistent with it. You know, because these guys just, just now could have got this fight a couple weeks ago, you know, or, and who is, who is training that whole time? Who's taking it serious? So it's like, uh, there's a lot of toss-ups in this. Woodley wasn't supposed right. to have Burns. Woodley had, who did Woodley have again? Leon Edwards. Yeah, bro, that was about to be a crazy fight. That was in, that was in March, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're in May, like, he's known about Leon, or he's known about this dude, Burns, since I don't know how long, man. It's been, it's been a while. They've, they've been training for Burns the whole time. The thing is, is that Casey Kenny just popped up out of nowhere. That fight got announced a few weeks ago. I was, I was like, whoa, you know, so it's like, okay, maybe, maybe they were talking about it during the pandemic, maybe not, you know, and like you said, Casey Kenny's a hardcore, you know, he's a hardcore, bra or is a hardcore, like, dedicated uh, fighter, so it'd be tough to, it'd be tough to go against him, but, I mean, this pandemic changes everything. I never would have thought the Gaethje and uh, Ferguson fight would have went the way it did. Really, I, I had that like that. That's interesting. I never would have, I never would have thought that the um, the Glover Teixeira and Anthony Smith. Yeah, bro, that was like crazy. That. Oh my even god. Though, even though I put my I put my money down on Glover because I thought the odds were terrible and they were in favor for right. him, so I was like, I'm glad I put it on Glover. But I, you know, I never thought that that would have happened that way. Let's move on to this next fight. The uh, the prelim, the fe the feature bout on the prelims. Uh, Caitlin, ah, last names are not our. Thank you. Pronunciations are not our strong point here on the show. <laughs> Versus Antonia Shevchenko, uh, Antonina Shevchenko, I believe. That's how you pronounce her first name, mm -hmm. Antonina. Yeah. I know I got this. Who do you guys got? This is. I I, I look. You can't ever go wrong with picking the, the, the favorite. Everyone's going to want a favorite, Caitlin um, Chikagian. And Chikagian has looked good in a lot of her previous fights. You know what I mean? She looks I like Chikagian, yeah. She looks great. And, and when she fought for the belt, she did not look great. You no, know what I mean? no, she did like, not. You found out what makes her not so good. And... You know, but if she goes to lower end, and we're talking about, she's going against one of the best. No, yeah, yeah. she's talking, she went up against Valentina, so. You know, she, you went up with one of the best, but like, this is the thing, man, they wouldn't ask, they wouldn't, I don't think they would call out um, a high-level person like that for Antonina um, if they didn't believe something in their, in their self, and she's working with her sister. Um, you know, when she started in her career uh, with the UFC, you know, she wasn't comfortable. I watched her live when she was on Contender, and you could tell she wasn't comfortable at all. Like, you could see that she's not used to that ring. She's not used to the grappling during that time a couple years ago. And then since then, she has increased and learned how to understand the cage. 
Then she met Roxy Matafari, who is just the dream crusher. So anyone who ever believes and thinks she's ready, she <laughs> somehow she wins. And you know, and, and Roxy's—I mean, Roxy's amazing. But this is the thing: is that Antonina is now slowly starting to understand. I think this is now she's got under her wing. She gets this. She understands what she has to do. And I think, dude, Antonina—I don't think you guys understand. You guys don't know that girl has a lot of power behind her and a lot of fears. So I think she can she can damage. Uh, Chikagian way more than her sister did just because she has a lot more just natural ability than her sister with nah, all that time and experience. So I'm going to go with uh, Antonina. Cool. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to agree. Cena, I know I texted you. I think it was last week. I texted you and I said I was on Chikagian. I watched footage last night dude, and uh I can't do it. I can't put any chalk on Chukagian. I don't even know if I could bet on this fight. Um, Dude, you're but, uh, you're selling Chukagian a little bit short. What are you saying? Like, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Um, just like Julian said, I watched back that Roxanne fight. Um, the grappling exchanges. Um, off. The, I mean, not. I'm sorry. The uh, the Lucy uh, Putalova fight that uh, that she had recently, and the grappling exchanges off the scrambles and the takedowns were. I mean, definitely uh, high level. Uh, like Julian said, she's evolving, ground game and grappling. Uh, she she cuts off the cage really well, which I think Chu Kagan is not going to do as well as she does. Uh, so I think she wins in the stand-up. And Chu Kagan's been working with uh, Donaher down there at Enzo Gracie's in New York. Um, so I know her grappling is is going to be high level as well. Yeah, it will um, be. Again, it comes back to I think. Uh, Antonina's the uh, the better athlete here, and I think she takes it a uh, split decision. Do you think she's as skilled as Valentina, or on the same wavelength on the feet alone? Yeah, uh, I think technical. You do, Julian? Yes. Yeah. Technical skills, yes. I think Valentina uh, is a better athlete, though. Yo, okay, this so is the my- thing you have to understand. It's like. All the brothers and sisters out there that are in sports, yep. usually the younger brother or younger <laughs> sister is the better. It's only yeah, better because you get your ass kicked by the older. And you True. get taught by the older and you get to do that. Look, I'm telling you, she's just... Look, Shevchenko, you know, um, the elder sister is... She just has a mentality that's different. And the thing is, is that she's been fighting MMA for quite a while and she you know, she was in a time that people weren't as advanced, and even then, she's she's fought thousands of people. And Antonina's done the same thing. It's just she jumped into MMA, and the first thing she jumped into MMA was the Contender Series. You know what I mean? Like your first fight, you're one of your first fights. You're in the Contender Series, and then you're in the UFC at one of the biggest promotions in the world with all the lights and everything. You're not used to that. You have to get your feet like comfortable in there and when she gets comfortable and you watch when she gets comfortable in her um you know her her fights previous like in her in her kickboxing and all that stuff in her tie fights dude she is mean she is mean and powerful and i i do believe that i mean dude she's a savage bro okay so here's my one thing is <clears throat> caitlin's a pretty big girl and she's pretty lanky right for that weight class at least 
Do you guys think, and she, you know she's a pressure fighter, she's gonna pressure and try and grapple the entire time, that's her strength. Do you think <laughs> that Antonina evades the takedown, keeps it on the feet and pieces her up? Because no, Colton, you just, you, just, you just said she's not as athletic as Valentina. 100%. Antonina, Antonina stops every takedown with Caitlin Chikagian. <laughs> All right. Yeah, they're they're trending for that for sure. And the thing is, is Chikagian is a powder puncher. She's going to powder you with a bunch of punches, but none of them are going to be like knockout blows. And the thing is, is she's going to find out real quick when Antonina throws that cross or throws that kick. She's going to realize, oh, this girl has a lot more power than I thought. And also this... We didn't know about this fight until recently. So this is a, I agree. This is a quick fight, man. Yeah. This isn't, we're not getting Chikagian and we're not getting Antonina. Uh, well, we're probably getting Antonina. The yeah, Antonina and Valentina train in their sleep, probably. Yeah, they, they train all the time. And plus, her sister's supposed to fight uh, JoJo Calderwood. So they've been they've been going at it with that and training together. And I've seen them train before. And they're, they are, they're nonstop. But like, Chikagian... You don't know about her. She might be, she could have been, you know, just like kind of training, kind of easy. You know, she has a child, so she probably wasn't going out wow. all the time. Yeah. So that uh, that could alter her, her training ability. This could be a complete different one. Don't forget JoJo, too. JoJo took down Caitlyn Chukagian three times in their fight. Yeah, Caitlyn zero, Caitlyn zero takedowns, JoJo three. JoJo scheduled to fight the uh, Valentina. Yeah. yeah, they were supposed to fight June 20th, but what happened? Or no, May 20th. Actually, shit, what am I talking about? It was supposed to happen on this card. It was supposed to be the headline for this card yeah. oh, um, wow. tomorrow. And what happened is that um, something happened with uh, Valentina's. Like she got injured, and so this is right before the pandemic, or this is right during the pandemic, she got uh. injured. She's up there, so they called off the fight. But they rebooked it, and I think it's in for July or June twentieth, maybe. Who you guys got, Valentina? Right, no question. Look, I no. love JoJo. I'm gonna stay away from that fight. Um, wow, really? Like Valentina, yeah, no, JoJo. Look, JoJo's a friend of mine. I, I like JoJo a lot. Okay. And the thing is, is that I believe that she can. Uh, I believe JoJo has the ability to take to take it to Valentina, but Valentina is just highly skilled, and it's very typical very difficult to take her off like it's gonna be tough to take her out and you just have to be as tough um and it's just that's like taking out john jones you know we know john has the opportunity but it's just like it's just fucking john jones you know? yeah all right i agree with that hannah cyphers mackenzie Dern. andrew is that our next fight that is the next fight. I don't know. Is that something we want to talk about? I was going to bring it up. I don't know what's in the... Yeah, let's talk about it. Cool. Anytime we can talk about Mackenzie Dern, we'll talk about Mackenzie Dern. <laughs> um, I did read that they both made weight. I think everybody on the card made weight except for... Brock Weaver. <laughs> yeah, that's... I knew it was in that Brock fight. Brock Weaver, yeah. Missed it by two pounds or something like that. I mean, I, I, got, I got Mackenzie Dern in this. I, I don't. You don't, huh? No. Why? I don't. Do you hear the first? That girl... Has impressed me every time she stepped in that octagon, dude. From the first fight that she took on short notice against Macy Barber, it got pulverized. That girl got pulverized. It was probably the like Macy Barber cut her up. Definitely, that girl never quit. And then you think like, all right, this girl ain't belong here. And then the next fight, she comes out and just dominates. And the next fight of that, she just dominates. 
and she's getting better and better every time. And the thing is, dude, Mackenzie Dern, if it had not been for her jiu-jitsu, dude, she ain't been anywhere. Like, I don't think she's anywhere that... I don't, I don't think her striking's that well. I don't know what she's done. I haven't seen her at all. But based on her last fight, like, her only KO was when she missed weight by seven pounds against Amanda Bobby Cooper. <laughs> and she got her. But, like, after that, like, she didn't look good against... Even her grappling didn't look good against... Uh, what is her name? Hebos. Amanda Hebos. Yeah, Amanda Rebus. Amanda, well, Amanda Rebus is a, is a savage, but her grappling, not even her, Ashley Yoder. Ashley Yoder, I thought, won that fight against her. And it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, Hannah Scheifers is a dog. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you put money down on a dog, I'd put my money All down. All right, that's a fair point. I do believe this is the biggest point spread across the card to this Hannah Cyphers Mackenzie Dern fight. At least the website I'm looking at. I'm not the best with gambling, so yeah, I'm just I, looking I at best agree. fights. Go ahead, Tina. I can agree with you. You know, I, I was thinking, you know, the thing about it is Mackenzie Dern's is just a little bit bigger. So I do agree. You know, she's soft compared to uh, Hannah Cyphers. Um, I thought, you know, she's the more experienced, uh, the better record. Um, She's the bigger fighter. Um, I thought she was going to get a win, but you know, I'm not. This isn't a fight I would get near, just because, just like you know, as I, I gave you my reasoning, but just like you said, you know, Mackenzie Dern isn't a dog, and that yeah. is the end all. That is the end all be all factor. I think at the end of the day, in a lot of these fights, I think I think the Amanda Hebos kind of showed that that fight kind of showed that Amanda Hebos just had another level for her, uh, just much more gritty than Mackenzie Dern is. Uh, one thing that gives me pause about Cyphers is that split decision win over Pollyanna Viana. Right after uh, her loss, yeah. Yeah, so a split decision, I mean, do you know what happened if Mackenzie Dern or Amanda Hebos fought got a Pollyanna Viana? That would be a first round submission. So the fact, I mean, I know I don't want to sit here and do MMA math, but I also agree with you, Cena. I think she's the bigger fighter. I think she... Cyphers has that farmer strength, but I honestly think Mackenzie's too big and honestly hits too hard. Uh, Mackenzie's there to be countered. Her stand-up's obviously pretty basic, um, but I just don't see I don't see Cyphers winning this one. Uh, I would not bet on this at all. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Just because uh, Julian said it hit it on the nose. I, I don't like betting against the dog, no matter the advantages. Yeah, I uh, I mean honestly, if you look at the card. I, I, I just, I like Cyphers more than anything we're putting any money down just because of the fact that, uh, just, I, I just, I believe that girl is doing everything she can and she doesn't quit. She gets better every fight. And Mackenzie Duran, I believe Mackenzie's only in this shit to make money. Fair. You know what I mean? Like, she, I don't think she really wants it. You saw her in that rebus fight. She did not want to be there. She did not want to be there. She just, she makes a, ho- a lot of money. The UFC can promote her. I mean, she's an awesome at jiu-jitsu and everything, and she might be able to, you know, take down uh, Cyphers. But say we go to that 501 after, you know, that first round, we're one second in the second round. How do you think her cardio is going to be? How do you think her adrenaline is going to be? How do you think her body's going to be for being out for so long? You know what I mean? Like it's just a, it's a bunch of stuff. To be fair, but it's still. I agree with all you guys too, though. I do agree on your side. I'm just making a case. <laughs> the Hebos fight was, I think, four months after she gave birth. Though, so, slight pass on that one. 
Yeah, okay, yeah, you gotta give her a Leah. That's a good research. Yeah, I'm, not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna give her a Leah. I'm not gonna give her a Leah. I'm not gonna give it away. Because you know what? If she wasn't ready, she Is he gonna fight again, Colton? Yeah, dude, that uh, that shoulder surgery that he had was real bad. Yeah, he was telling us how it tore off his the the tendon tore off his bone. That's insane. Yeah, so I mean, he will, but that that's literally like a year long. Like, don't fuck around with that. Yeah, that's insane, dude. That's mm -hmm. crazy. Especially because it happened in the fight. He was saying. He had to fight through that entire injury, and I mean, he lost, but it's a very arguable loss that you could easily see that he wins. Right. That's shitty. All right, let's go through this, the rest of this. Roosevelt Roberts and, uh, okay, so we have Roosevelt Roberts and Brock Weaver. Yeah. Hold um, on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into this, do you guys know how I could fix this? I don't know. What you, what's wrong? Yeah, mine looks good. Oh, he uh, lost. Now, uh, oh, he's bad. bad. There we go. Now it's better. Now it's fixed. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. For you guys Roberts, got Rob you or Roosevelt Roberts? Yeah. I got Roberts, but I will say um, minus three sixty. I don't know about that. Why do you have Roberts? Um, that's a big, big line. To be honest, dude, I had Weaver in Weaver's last fight where he won by DQ. Um, he was he was getting it taken to him before he won by DQ. Uh, Vargas was almost had him out of there actually. Um, I think Weaver is a lot of hype to be honest. Um, obviously a skilled dude, obviously a strong dude. Um, he's I a think strong he's a dude, bro. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And Rose, uh, don't you think Roosevelt's kind of skinny? I do. <laughs> I do think he's a bit skinny. Um, I do think he has the crisper technique though. I think he has way better hands than Weaver. Oh yeah, his hands are crazy. Technical, when it comes to the technical abilities. Um, anything could happen in this fight, which is why I say minus 360 plus 270 is too wide. Um, but Weaver really just hasn't shown me anything that's like, this guy is top tier, top level talent. Well, now that he's missed weight and the fight's still going through, I feel like that makes it even kind of more volatile to try to even bet. Because typically, I mean, not always, obviously, but typically when fighters miss weight and still end up fighting in that fight, they typically yeah, tend to get the win. That's kind of crazy. Wait, wait, you think they get the, you said they get the win? Yeah, typically, like, yeah, you look I at think that's what I'm saying. They typically like, get the win, cool. so. I feel like you kind of agree with me on, uh, like, people always make fun of me. Like, I think this is a common misconception. Though, when I talk to casuals, they'll be like, yo, why do you look at the fighter's body size? And I say, well, I think it matters. Like, if you're going up a gra against a grappler and you're, you have a skinny core, I think that's, that, that says something. So, Brock Weaver missed weight. He's coming in overweight. Do you still think you think Roosevelt's going to handle that power? Do you think that he can handle that size advantage? I'm assuming I know what you say. His hands are pretty insane. I'm not going to lie. But do you think they're enough to keep him at a distance to continue to fire off? Yeah, dude, honestly, I really don't think Brock Weaver is that is that good. I mean, he lost to Joe Riggs in a bare knuckle boxing match. Um, no disrespect to Joe Riggs at all. But he's 40, 
years old and has been out right. in the UFC for 15 years. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, and Roberts has a win over uh, Horcher. I know he lost to Vince Pichel, but uh, bro, I just have to go with. I mean, obviously, I would hey. never bet on this. I would never bet on this, but I can't bet on a guy who lost to Joe Riggs over Roosevelt Roberts. Um, so here we were supposed to have the Daniel Rodriguez and Kevin Holland fight. Kevin Holland being the fighter who just fought three weeks ago. He unfortunately injured himself. Uh, I think it was like a bicep injury, a bicep tendon injury. I could be wrong. Um, so that fight's off. The next fight is going to be Billy Quarantillo, which is ironic considering we're in quarantine, Quarantillo, uh, versus Spike Carlisle. Car I don't know that much. I don't know about, that much about these fighters, to be honest with you. Wait a sec. Before we hop to this one, didn't D-Rod get a replacement fight? Um, for... Didn't someone replace Kevin Holland? I don't think so. Not no, no. pathology. Not on this card. I think Gabriel Green did. Daniel Rodriguez. Here, really? I'm, I'm looking right now. Could catch up. The, the co-main events, Blagoy Ivanova versus Augusta, Augusta Sakai, which Blagoy should win, but... Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I know D-Rod. I know he made weight this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you're right. They moved that from the mainland to the prelim, though. Or maybe it's just right. the order on the website I was looking at. No, yeah, I was looking he's at it. He's still here. Here, my bad. Um, but he's on the main card. On the main card, their next fight would be Billy Quar Billy Quarantillo versus Spike Carlisle. And yeah, I'm not too cool, I'm familiar with this. Yeah. Oh, man, this is a coin toss. Um, there's still a lot of questions about Spike Carlisle. Um, I mean, there's a lot of questions about both guys, to be yeah. honest. This is um, both of the second fight in the UFC, for reference. Right, right. There, there wasn't a whole lot to see out of Spike in his first fight. He beat Alon Cruz um, pretty quickly, threw that elbow from hell, and then just mounted him and then ground and pound. Um, and Alon Cruz, I mean, he's a talented guy as well. I mean, obviously, he's still a prospect. He's still coming up, but... Um, there's a lot of question marks about both of these guys. Obviously, they're both Dana White contender series um, vets. Uh, I know Quarantine will be uh, Kilburn in his fight. It's a hard read on this one, dude. I would not put money on this fight either. Th that's because there's no tape on them. Not that's enough. true as well. Well, I mean, there's, you could find some regional fights of both guys, but you're not going to find what you're looking for from a betting perspective. Yeah. yeah. It but is I do, cool, right? I do like Spike Carlisle, the way he looks. He just has a swag. I hope he wins this shit. I'm not going to lie. I uh, would we, need a, we, need a, we need a dope ginger dude. Like, just rep it. You know? <laughs> All right. Boy, you, got, you, got Paul, you got Paul Felder. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. He is the... He, a... I said, a Andrew doesn't want to hear this. I think he beat Dan Hooker, Loki. I do, too. But it is what it is. Give, Andrew, give Dan, Dan Hooker the win. Uh, I do want to see Dan Hooker move up and fight, like... The upper talent. Who does he fight again? I think Dustin Poirier. Kind I of. believe so, yep, on June 27th. He, by the way, I, I do have Dan Hooker winning that fight. No, you don't? Bro, how are you taking Dustin Poirier? That's a... Dude, Dan Hooker is a bad matchup for no? I think he's going to use his legs to keep him at range and piece him up. You like Dustin Poirier really cool. Why? May I ask why? Yeah, he's the better overall mixed martial artist. Ground game and everything. Do you That's think all I got to say about that. Do you think he's going to utilize that? Listen, though, we can make a side bet when that fight comes. We can talk about it more. We will. We will.
All right, go. Blagoy Ivanov versus Augusto Sakai. Oh, shit. This is another coin toss. I mean Augusto Sakai, though. Um, Augusto Sakai is a pressure fighter, um, someone who's really strong on the fence. 6'3. I believe Blagoy is like 5'10. 5'11, mm-hmm. maybe, on his best day. Uh, um, but with that said, I mean, Blagoy Ivanov, he's fought. Uh, JDS, who's also 6'3". He's fought tall dudes. This isn't his first time fighting someone that's taller than him. And in the heavyweight division at 5'11", you're always going to be the shorter guy. Um, I edge Sakai, though. I think uh, if he fires off that, that leg kick with his right leg that he does, um, cuts off the cage, pressures Lagoy, I think he could hold him up against the cage a little bit more if he decides to do that. And uh, I think he'll win the decision, but that's that's an iffy. An iffy I, fight, bro. I agree with you. Um, I think Blagoy is so. Look, when you talk about Blagoy Ivanov, you know, you talk about some of the heaviest hands in that division in my eyes. But I also think that he's a little bit too out of shape. Um, I know both fighters aren't cut up, but just like you said, Sakai is a pressure fighter, and he's, you know, his gas tank is much higher. I think that's just a bad matchup for a guy like Blagoy if he can't knock him out. Um, in my opinion, I think. Blagoy's going to be moving backwards the whole time. So I don't think the knockout's going to come easy. I think Sakai's skill set um, is a good skill set to develop a good plan against this type of fighter. And I think, you know, you said it's close. Yeah, it's the heavyweight division. And you just, you know, like Blagoy really does. He really will sleep you. Like if you, if you're paying it, like if you're falling asleep, he will catch. <laughs> sorry, if he will catch it, that's what I meant to say. But all, all in all, I will always take, and this I will always, majority of the time, take the pressure fighter. You know Vegas has them pickums, right? What is that? Minus, it's even money for both guys. Really? Yeah. So if you want to go bet on it, dude, it's a coin toss. Uh, how much would I bet? To how much would I win? Well, you would just double your money. It's an even bet right now. Would you touch that bet? You, if you touch that bet, I might touch that. Man, because you bet safe. I like it's, dude. It's it's so hard to count Lagoy out. I mean, he's you. Julian was talking about it earlier, dude. Dogs. You want to talk about betting on dogs? Lagoy's a bit of a dog. Um, I know he lost that Derek Lewis fight. That was bad. Yeah. Yeah, which scares me a bit because uh, Sakai, I think, is going to... I think Sakai, technical, technically, is a lot better than Derek Lewis. Yeah, I think Sakai's a bad matchup for Derek Lewis, to be honest with you. Yeah, so I, I I just... I favor Sakai. If I had to put money on it, I don't know if I will yet. Um, I'd put money on Sakai. Not to mention, both guys have a chin in the house. I agree with you. I'll take Sakai on that. Andrew? Um... I mean, let's just move on to the next fight. I don't really have an opinion. <laughs> this is the main event. Yeah. Uh, so, main event is Ty- uh, Tyro- Ty- Tyron Tyron Woodley versus Gilbert Burns. Um, huh. Main event, Walter Waite, 170 pound division. Right, Tyron coming off one. the Kamar Usman loss. Gilbert oh. Burns coming off just a recent victory over. Uh, Damien Maya. Maya, thank you. Uh, that was just two we months ago. We did. Even. That's a bet we did cash. Who do you got, Colton? Because if you remember, Tyron Woodley did not knock out Damien Maya when they fought. He did tear his labrum, though, to be fair. He, oh, okay. Fight. 
so you can't really punish with the torn labrum. Um, man, <laughs> I see a lot of people on Burns for this fight at plus 150. I like Burns, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I see a lot of people on Burns at plus 150. It makes sense, the money makes sense. Um, Woodley... <laughs> I mean, if you take away the Kamaru Usman fight, if that never happens, um, I, my take would be a lot different. Uh, before that, he beat Till. He beat my. He beat Thompson twice. Well, a draw in the first one, but to be honest, he beat Thompson twice. He beat Robbie Lawler before that. I mean, yeah. Tyron Woodley was on a tear, um, and then he looked horrendous in that. Uzum. I'm not gonna say horrendous. No, he looked he, horrendous. He did not. He did not look himself in that Usman fight. You think um, so? I think he looked himself. You think so? Here, listen to my reasoning, because this is what hella people are saying right now. Like, and it's I'm I'm wondering if what you're saying is true, but like, bro, and you know this, admit it right now, Colton. Woodley's a timid fighter. Like, he's not aggressive. Well, he, he's a counterfighter. He, he, he fights backing up. Yeah. Okay. And I just think for a guy like Kamaru, who just immediately closed the distance every chance chance he got, he worked on his gas tank. By the way, for a dude that big. To have that gas tank is actually kind of impressive. Like muscle-wise, isn't it hard to have a gas tank if you're that big? And he doesn't even run. That's the crazy thing about Kamaru. I just think Woodley that that just shows Woodley like he will not beat a, a, a he will not be any pressure fighter that can push the pace and grapple. I mean, yes, he's strong. Yes, he can out grapple. He could defend the takedown. But if you can manage to take him down, he is not beating you. Right. I think here though, honestly, I think that. This might be controversial hot take, but I think that Tyron Woodley's, I mean, maybe even at 38 years old, I think Tyron Woodley, I think his his defensive wrestling skills, Crazy. Uh, he's going to be able to control whether the fight stays on the feet or goes to the ground. I don't think, I don't see Burns taking him down. Um, you see Woodley taking Burns down? I, I don't see, I see I see Woodley trying to keep it a standing affair. I'm saying, he, I think that Woodley has the option. Um, two-time All-American in college, um, I believe Pac-12 champion in college, um, Gilbert Burns, although he is a world champ, black belt, great jiu-jitsu, obviously, you know, I'm a jiu-jitsu guy, um, I really do think Tyron Woodley's grappling, who, he's also a black belt as well, um, I think that his grappling can nullify Burns, um, I won't be shocked if Burns catches his neck. Oh, I, I I would definitely be shocked if Burns catches his neck. I've never seen anybody catch Woodley's neck. I will say this, though. I don't think Woodley has the strength he did when he was younger. 35, 36. If you look, like, I'm not, I'm not accusing him of shit because I don't think he took shit. But I definitely don't think he's pushing since he tore his labrum. He's not pushing iron and lifting as much as he was before, which is obviously understandable. But I feel like his muscle mass on his upper body de declined a little bit, regressed a little bit. From four Did you see the scales this morning? No, was he huge? He looks good. Hold on, let's do this live on air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to jump in real quick because I, uh, I kind of like Woodley in this fight, right? Uh, Woodley has an incredible ability when he loses, right? He has four losses. Every time he's come back with a knockout after the Neymar Quart loss, knocked out Jay Hero, <laughs> after true. the Jake Shields loss, knocked out Josh Koscheck, after the Roy McDonald loss, uh, knocked out Don Hyun Kim, after, well, and potentially after the Usman loss, potentially knocks out Gilbert Burns. Um, 
that's kind of my read on the situation. I think patterns exist in this world, and this is going to be a beautiful cosmic coincidence where we have this pattern the tyrant uh, exhibits when he comes back stronger and scarier after a loss. And Do it's been know, a whole year. So he looks good, but he's not as big muscle wise. I mean, I don't just cut weight, so we'll have to see it tomorrow. I'll wait till tomorrow before I make he that. Looks good, he does look. He does look. No, no, I'm not gonna lie. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. He looks good. Y'all are right. He does. I was gonna say to Andrew's point though. Andrew, do you know if Josh Koscheck got any takedowns on Tyron Woodley in that fight? No. Then I don't think Gilbert Burns is gonna be getting any takedowns. Like Josh Koscheck's one of the best. But that fight only lasted three minutes. What was that? That fight only lasted three minutes. No. Uh, maybe I, I'll get back. He did, he did. Yeah, Woodley, right Woodley clipped in 3 minutes 26 seconds. I don't know why I remember that. If I'm right, that'd be crazy. No way I'm right. <laughs> I bullshit on the 26. <laughs> um, let's see. It was in the... Oh, you're close. Um, shit, where is I? Uh, 20 seconds. Uh, yeah, 20 seconds into the first round. And there's no, there's no takedown attempts. I don't think Josh had a chance to even attempt one. Andrew, you have Woodley? I do have Woodley. Yeah, yeah. Why? Uh, I think, right, I, he comes back incredibly well off, off of losses. Uh, we haven't seen him in a year, which I think is going to be beneficial for him because he kind of doesn't seem to have been when he was at the top of the game fighting against Kamaru Usman, right? Fighting against Darren Till. He had so many different other activities, different business ventures that he were trying to also follow through. And it's curious to see if that's going to make an effect where now, right, he had the loss, a little bit of a humbling moment. We'll see if this is a moment of where he kind of writes the ship. He should win. Like, this is the thing. Like, this is a not, this is a, a lose-lose situation for him. Like, if he wins, it's not like a big name. He needs this win, though. If he cannot afford to lose this this fight but in my opinion i think if he gets matched up with colby covington well now i don't know because he got kicked out of his gym but beforehand <laughs> i'm assuming he'll get it together i don't see woodley beating colby and i don't see woodley beating kamaro again what do you think what do you guys think i mean well he doesn't win this fight those fights are never happening i know i know so he I has agree. to win this fight if those fights are going to happen I'm just saying, I'm say to Cena. Cena, you know that Gilbert Burns lost to Dan Hooker, right? Yeah. Gilbert At 155? At 155. Okay, that's a bad match. Yeah, so Willie should win this fight. This is a, a smaller <laughs> match. Okay, this is a one fifty. How fast he comes around? Uh, one fifty five or yeah, okay, one fifty. Yeah, if Willie loses this fight, that's just such a bad look. 